And as you're being seated this morning, uh, if you have your Bible, you can turn to uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Or if you got your Bible app, you can just press the Bible there and it'll open up for you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, and we're going to look at verses 17 through 20. Verses 17 through 20. We've been, uh, uh, during the month of January and also will be during the month of February, on this theme of back to basics, basic training for Christians. And we've been looking at the things from a Christian standpoint, from a military point of view about our basic training and the basics that we need to know and to understand as Christians. But uh, since this is the uh, Super Bowl Sunday, I want to add a little bit of a uh, football twist to it and uh, look at it from the standpoint of blocking this morning for this particular message. The Apostle Paul made a statement in the scriptures in the particular translation I'm looking at this morning. He says that, but Satan blocked our way. And in the football games that uh, many of you will be watching this evening, you'll watch the New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Rams. And there's been a lot of hype, uh, a lot of hype about Tom Brady and him going for his sixth ring in the Super Bowl. And on the other side is the Los Angeles Rams, and there's been a lot of hype about this one man named Aaron Donald who is saying, uh-uh, not on my watch, because I am shutting you down. I am blocking the way. And so many people are thinking Tom Brady's going to break through. He's going to make uh, the offense work, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. Others are saying that Aaron Donald and others are going to block him and shut him down to where they get the victory. And you know, in our lives... We a lot of times face situations where it seems like we're trying to move forward in our life, but something is blocking us. And that's what I want to look at this morning where we kind of think about what the Apostle Paul said, and that is, but Satan blocked me. I was trying to move forward in my life, but it seemed like Satan was blocking me. And you know, when you think about those who are on the defensive line, such as Aaron Donald, they, when they go to the line, they don't just go up there with their regular clothes on like you and I have today. They're getting the pads on. They're getting the helmets on. They're getting everything they can to not only protect themselves, but to do the most damage that they can. And if you're a Christian, that's the same way that Satan approaches him and his approach to block you in your Christian life. And that is, he's pulling out everything he got so that he can try to stop you from growing spiritually and getting to where God wants you to be in God's will for your life. And so we're going to look at that this morning about how to see from a Christian standpoint how that Satan blocks us and how that we can get through that. And I'm going to read this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and 17 through 20. I'm reading this out of the uh, NIV translation, the revised one, because it specifically uses that word blocked in it. And I want us to think about the reality about how that Satan tries to block us in our life. Now, here's what he said. Uh, the Apostle Paul is trying to get to the church of Thessalonica. And he says this. But brothers and sisters, when we were orphaned by being separated from you for a short time, in person, not in thought, out of our intense longing, we made every effort to see you. For we wanted to come to you, certainly I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. Now, some translations uh, that you may have will say that Satan hindered us. Some will say that Satan stopped us. 
But basically the Bible is saying that uh, Paul was trying to get to the Christians at Thessalonica, but Satan kept bringing up some barrier, some way of preventing him from getting to the church of Thessalonica. And in verse 19 he said, For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and our joy. So basically, the Apostle Paul was saying, I wanted to get to you, I was trying to get to you, but it seemed like everything that I was trying to do, Satan wanted to stop me from accomplishing God's will of getting to you and spending some time with you. Now, if we were to read about the church of Thessalonica, we'll see that the Apostle Paul identified how that they were doing the work of God, how that they were enduring hardships, they were pressing forward, and so they were making an impact for the cause of Christ. And Paul wanted to get to them to help to keep them moving and help them to have victory in their life, but Satan knew that Paul would have a positive spiritual influence on them, and so Satan was bringing out all the things he could to block them. Now, I want you to think for just a moment in your personal life where you are as a Christian. Are you trying to move forward in your Christian life? Are you trying to, you know, during this uh, month of February, well, during the month of January, we were giving a scripture out every day during the month of January for the wives to be praying for their husbands. And part of the reason we did it in January was because of the men's focus that they had, the what's at stake dinner and what it means to truly be the man of God that God wants you to be. And so we thought that that would be a great match. And during the month of January, the wives praying for their husbands, praying each day a different prayer and different scriptures to give their husbands strength. Now, during the month of February, which is the love month, we wanted the husbands to spread a little love on their wives. And so at the beginning of February, we began a different verse each day for husbands to pray for their wives, to pray that God would work in their life and that God would help them be the person that they want them to be. Now, not only the, the wives praying for their husbands should help the husbands become stronger in the Lord and help them to be the man that God wants them to be, and not only during the month of February should the husbands praying for the wives help the wives to become the woman the, that God wants them to be and to grow closer to the Lord, but does it make sense that during that time of January and February it should be causing a closer relationship with the husbands and wives? Getting to that relationship where God wants them to be. The reason I said that is God don't want husbands and wives to have that rich relationship that God wants you to be. God wants you to be disenfranchised with your husband or with your wife and to think that things look better with someone else. And I guarantee you that Satan will bring someone into your life that looks maybe a little more attractive, smells a little better, smiles a little better, says the right things to you and begins to make you feel like, you know what? Maybe I've gone the wrong direction in my life. Satan would try to step in there and block God from getting you to a husband and wife relationship that God wants you to be. So it doesn't matter whether it's you moving forward in doing something in serving God or whether it's in a relationship of a husband and wife and it being the relationship that God would have you to be. Satan wants to block that. He doesn't want you to be a stronger Christian. He doesn't want you to have a stronger marriage. He doesn't want you to have a stronger family. He wants to block that in any way that he can. Now, in some things that we're trying to do in our life, we're really kind of, kind of just trying to feel out what God wants us to do. And so we're trying to move forward. We're feeling things out, trying to discern it. 
And those blockages can come in our life, and we're really not sure where they're coming from or whether it's really of God or whether it's of Satan. I want to give you three questions this morning that you can ask yourself when you feel like there's something blocking your life, blocking the path that you're trying to go, blocking your relationships. Here's the first question that I think you should ask, and that is, why am I experiencing this blockage in my life? Why do I feel like that I'm trying to move in this direction that I want to go and I desire to go, but I feel like I'm getting resistance? Why am I feeling that? In the scriptures that we just read, the Apostle Paul made it very clear why he was getting this resistance. He identifies that he had a passion and a desire to get back to the church of Thessalonica to help those Christians to grow spiritually and for them to move forward in their life with a closer relationship with the Lord. And the Apostle Paul said, but Satan blocked our way. He said, I didn't just try it one time. I tried it again and again. And yet Satan kept coming against me, trying to get me from getting to them. And you notice that the Apostle Paul identified the church of Thessalonica as his glory. Basically what he was saying was the Apostle Paul had seen them growing spiritually and that he could see himself standing before God in heaven and the people that were from Thessalonica had came to know Christ as their personal Savior, he would see them stand before the Lord, and that would be an expression of him giving glory to God by the fact that they had come to know Christ and were growing in Christ. And so the Apostle Paul said, I was trying to get to you, but I was experiencing this blockage in my life. Now understand, every blockage in your life doesn't necessarily mean that it's Satan. But when you are experiencing blockage in your life, you need to ask this question, why am I experiencing it? It's going to be one of two things, most likely. First of all, you may be out of God's will and God is trying to protect you from the direction you're going. There are times I have seen people that are trying to go in some direction, but it's really not God's will for their life. They're going actually in opposition to God. They're going after their own feelings and emotions and their own passions. And so God begins to put some blockages in their way so that they won't do damage to their own life and their own testimony. And so when you're feeling an experience of something's trying to block you in your life, maybe it's the time to kind of do a little checkup. Am I in God's will? Am I living my life according to God's word? Could this possibly be God that's trying to block me? from getting myself in trouble. If you analyze that and you realize, you know what? I, I know that I'm following God's will. My life is lining up with God's word. Then it comes to Satan, and that is, you're doing God's will, and Satan is trying to block you. And I can guarantee you this, the closer you grow in your relationship with the Lord, the more Satan's going to come against you. It's just natural. You know, I have seen a couple things over the years of far extremes about blockages coming in your life. I have seen one extreme of those who may be Christians and they think, you know, I, I, I believe this is what God wants me to do or I need to make this change in my life. And they begin to move in a godly direction. And then they start feeling opposition. And I've seen people that say, whoa, whoa, I'm getting opposition. So this must not be God's will. Because if it's God's will, everything would go smoothly. mm, -mm. Sometimes it does. But the deeper and richer you are in moving forward with your relationship with God and getting things right with other relationships in your life, the more Satan is going to come against you. 
And so if you're kind of in this category of that every time you feel a little opposition, you feel like something's blocking you in your life, and you assume it must not be of God, just try to look at it. Am I really seeking to do what pleases God? There's the other extreme that I've seen that is the opposite of that, and that is those who, when they're outside of God's will and they feel resistance, they begin to think, you know what, I am not going to be defeated in what I want and what direction I want to go in my life. So I'm going to knock through, beat through, do whatever I got to do to get what I want. Two totally extremes. But the reality is that we got to look at our own personal life and ask ourselves this question. Why am I experiencing this blockage in my life? And one can be you're out of God's will and God is trying to protect you. And if that's true, you need to make the changes to get yourself in a right relationship with God. The other one can be, yes, I am doing God's will. And Satan is trying to block me. And therefore, I've got to press on. You see, the second question I think you've got to ask is once you understand why you're experiencing this blockage in your life is how am I going to react to this blockage in my life? How am I going to react to it? Because I can guarantee you, if you're doing God's will, it's not a question whether Satan's going to try to block you or not. The question is, how are you going to react to it? Where you're going to end up being defeated or if you're going to push forward to victory? Now, if you are out of God's will, your reaction should be, I'm going to make the changes that I've got to make to get everything right with God. But if it's Satan blocking you, then you've got to determine in your heart and in your mind that you are not going to be defeated and you are not going to give up. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Philippians 4.19, or not 4.19, 4.13, that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And one of the reasons that that is one of my favorite verses and one of the most important verses in the Bible for my Christian life as I live it out is the fact that I know that everything that I do for God and everything I try to do to move forward for the cause of Christ, I'm going to get opposition from Satan. And Satan is a lot bigger and a lot tougher than I am. And so by myself, I'm going to end up getting defeated. But if I realize I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, then I can get the victory. It's kind of like if you imagine that uh, maybe I was on the uh, Los Angeles Rams team and I was on the defensive line there. I would probably look kind of out of proportion to the rest of the guys on the line. But you know, if I was on that line, I'd probably snuggle over here close to Aaron Doddle and I'll say, me and Aaron will take you on. Go get them, Aaron. (laughs) That's the way we got to kind of be in our life spiritually from a Christian standpoint. And that is, you cannot defeat Satan by yourself. I cannot defeat Satan by myself. But I can do all things through Christ who has strengthened me. Now, I said that Satan is a lot bigger and a lot better than I am. But when I put Satan beside my God, he is very small in proportion to that. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So why am I experiencing this blockage in my life? If it's Satan blocking to me, then I'm trying to do God's will and I need to push forward. I need to react to it in that such a way that I am going to push forward no matter what Satan brings against me. So how do you do this? What are the next steps? You see, after you ask yourself the question, why am I experiencing this blockage in my life? And how am I going to react to it? 
If your decision is that I am not going to let Satan defeat me, then you've got two options that you can use to take the next steps to defeat Satan and to break through the blockage that he's putting against you. The number one thing is that the Bible tells us is to resist Satan. Here's what James 4, 7 through 8 says. Submit yourself then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Now, I told you what ago that if I was on that defensive line with the Los Angeles Rams, I'm snuggling up close to Aaron Donald. That's kind of what James is telling us in these scriptures. That is, that if Satan is coming against you, you've got to make a choice that I am going to resist Satan. But you and I do not have the strength and power within ourselves. So James tells us we've got to submit ourselves to God. And you notice he said that before he said resist the devil. You've got to get things close to God. Now, I, I don't know Aaron Donald at all. And I can imagine that if I lined up beside him and I said, all right, Aaron, let's get him, he'll say, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> Submitting yourself to God is knowing that you've got a close relationship with God. I'd hate to know that I went up against the devil and didn't have a close relationship with God. You understand what I'm saying? If you're going to fight the devil... You better know you got a close, intimate relationship with God. Because without God on your side, you're going to be defeated. And that's why James said, first, submit yourself to God. Submit yourself then to God and then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. So it's telling us that the more we desire that intimate relationship with God, the closer we try to draw to him, the more that God will draw to us. And the greater our strength will be. And the way that we draw closer to God, it's almost like James is making absolutely sure that we don't mess this up. If you're going to go against the devil, he's letting us know you got to make sure you get this completely right. Don't mess it up. So submit yourself to God. And then he says, wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. He's saying, get rid of the sin in your life. You can't live in sin and count on God to give you strength to get the victory over Satan in your life. Does that make sense? Does it make sense? Say amen to me this morning. You cannot be strong in the Lord and have sin in your life. And James is saying, surrender your life, submit yourself to God, get the sin out of your life, and then you can be strong with the Lord and you can resist the devil and he will flee from you. Even Peter now, this is James that said this, but Peter, who understood this very clearly because Peter had been an instrument of, of Satan using him. And here's what Peter, first, uh, verse five, or chapter 5, verses 8 through 9 says. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Now, I wonder sometimes if, that's, if a, uh, a defensive lineman is a Christian if that's not some verse that they would claim. Because the defensive linemen are just looking for somebody that they can eat their lunch and get through to the quarterback. And that's kind of what Peter's saying here. You better be self-controlled and alert because the devil, who is the enemy, he's the one that's trying to stop us from being in a right relationship with God. He is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone he can devour. Someone he can take out. Someone he can put on their backside. But here's what verse 9 says. 
Resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Basically, Peter's saying Satan is always looking for someone that's at a weak moment in their life that he can take them out. But he said, I want you to understand this. Stand strong in your faith. Draw closer to God and resist the devil because you're not the only one out there. There are other brothers and sisters in Christ that are experiencing blockages in their life, experiencing temptations from Satan. You know, I think that a lot of times we, we realize that Satan is a great tempter, don't we? But we forget that Satan is also a great defender. He works on offense and defense. And so Peter is telling us that you've got to stand strong in your faith, stand firm, which means I'm not going to waver, I'm not going to back off, I'm not going to back down, I'm standing my ground, I'm standing the line. Resist Satan. But the Bible also knows that there's kind of another phase of that. It's not only resisting Satan, but it's rebuking Satan. Resisting Satan is when you stand your ground, you're standing close to God, but then there is the rebuking of Satan. You remember that Satan came against the Lord Jesus in multiple times. There was a time when the Lord had been in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. He was hungry, and Satan came to tempt him, and he came to tempt him in three different phases. He attempted him towards his hunger. He attempted him towards pride. He attempted him towards prosperity. But every time, Jesus resisted him with the Word of God. But there are also times when Satan worked through other people. And Peter was one of the ones that Satan worked through him at times. And here's what the Bible tells us when, at one time when Satan was using Peter. In Matthew chapter 16 and verse 23. It says, Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Not only did Jesus resist Satan, but he rebuked him. You know, I think a lot of times as Christians, we, we kind of get ourselves that if Satan is fighting against us, we think, well, maybe I can get, give some resistance. And we forget we can actually rebuke Satan. Just like the Lord Jesus rebuked Satan and told him to get behind him, you and I can rebuke Satan in the same way, but we've got to stand it upon God's word. That's why I'm being sure that you are in line with God's will based on God's word. Because if you're going to rebuke Satan, you better make sure that your whole life is lined up with God's word. So what are the next steps when Satan seems to be coming against you and trying to block you from getting to where God wants you to be? Resist him and rebuke him. But you better make sure that you're in the center of God's will. Now I can tell you this this morning as we've... If I, as I've talked about this January, February time of prayer of wives praying for their husbands and husbands praying for their wives, I can tell you this with no doubt that if you're in a marriage relationship, God wants you to have a good relationship with your husband or your wife. He wants you to have a good relationship. That's what God desires for you. But Satan doesn't desire that. And you can think, what difference does it make to Satan whether I have a good relationship with my husband or with my wife? It's kind of like this. When I do premarital counseling, a lot of times I'll draw this triangle. I'll put God up here. I'll put a man over here and a woman over here. As a man and a woman, each individually gets closer to God, they get closer to each other. And that's what God's plan is for a marriage relationship. 
It's not for one person to get closer to God and the other one stay behind, but it's for each one of you to grow closer to a rich relationship with God, which in turn draws you closer to each other. And when you, as a husband and wife, has a strong relationship with each other and a strong relationship with God, that just ticks Satan off because he knows you are becoming a stronger force against him. He knows that you're becoming a testimony that can change other people's lives. And so I can tell you that if, if you're in a marriage relationship right now, God wants you to have a good, rich relationship with each other and with God. If you're a Christian... And maybe God's nudging you to make some move in your life towards serving God in some way. You better get ready. The devil's coming against you. He's going to try to block you from that. And he'll try pulling out. You know, I showed you that those who are on the line, they don't just wear regular clothes. They get the pads out. Now, we just see them out there with a the uniform. But if we was to pull these uniforms out, we're going to see that they got something to try to resist against us. Logan, I hope your jersey survives this. They got some protection, some hardware that can do some damage. And if you're trying to move closer to God and trying to serve God to make some changes in your life, you know, we just finished up January and they say by the end of January, most people have already failed at their New Year's resolutions. But I've said a couple of times, if you've already messed up your resolution about getting closer to God and making some changes in your life and serving God, I'm giving you a reset. We're in the first Sunday in February. This is a good opportunity just to reset, start all over again. Because Satan doesn't want you to be in a close relationship with God. He doesn't want you to be serving God. He doesn't want you to be making an impact in a positive way in other people's lives. But I can tell you God does. And Satan's going to try to block you. But you can resist him, and you can rebuke him, and you can have the victory. I want to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes for just a moment. And while they come to get a song ready this morning, I want you to take just a moment. Where are you in your relationship with the Lord? Have you made a commitment to get some healing in some relationships with other people? Have you made a decision that you're going to walk with the Lord and serve Him more faithfully? Because if you have, I can guarantee you that if you haven't already received some, you're going to be getting some resistance, some blockage by Satan because he doesn't want you to move forward. But I read the scripture where the Lord rebuked Satan working through Peter. But the Lord also told Peter, He said, I have prayed for you. That you will be restored. And maybe you already feel like that you've been defeated in your life. In your attempts to serve God and to walk with God. Let me tell you God's desire is for you not to leave defeated. Or discouraged. But to be renewed in a commitment. That God is rooting for you. To get back up and to move forward. And to serve God in the way that he desires for you to do. So while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if Satan's been resisting you, maybe he's even seemed to have got the upper hand on you recently. 
I want to invite you right now, even before the music starts, to just step out of your pew, come kneel at this altar and say, God, I am not going to be defeated. I can't do this on my own, but with your strength, I can get the victory. And so if you felt defeated, felt like Satan's been blocking you, I want to invite you to come right now. Or maybe this morning, you feel like God's been speaking to you about the fact that you need to make some changes in your life and you need to begin to move forward in a closer relationship with the Lord. I want to invite you to come right now and just make the choice that I'm going to serve God, I'm going to be faithful to Him, and if this devil comes against me, I'm going to do exactly what the Bible says. I'm going to draw close to God, resist the devil, and rebuke him. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this morning. And Lord, I don't know where everybody is in their life. But Lord, I know that if we seek to draw closer to you or seek to heal relationships, if we seek to serve you in whatever area you've called us in our life, Satan's going to try to block us. But Lord, we don't have to take that blockage. We don't have to be defeated. We don't have to stand in discouragement. But we can have the victory. And Lord, I'm just praying that for this morning for those who have already felt some resistance by Satan. Lord, those who maybe even have got to a point that they've even thought, I might as well give up. I'm not, not getting anywhere. Maybe I'm not even in God's will right now. Lord, I'm praying, God, that you would give them strength, that you give them courage. Lord, that you give them the victory. And Lord, I'm praying this morning, God, that as the pastor of this church, Lord, I know that you've given me some vision, direction for this year. And with that, I've already felt the sense of Satan trying to bring discouragement and doubt in my mind. But Lord, I know that where you guide, you also provide. That wherever you're guiding people in their lives right now, individually, God, you're going to provide for them as well. And so, Lord, we claim right now in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus Christ that Satan and his demonic forces are defeated. And, Lord, that you're going to be glorified. And it's in your holy name we pray. Amen.